Wake up, Mid-Missouri. I am Brandon Rather. John Marsh, Deputy Bell, Producer Hannah Bryan. Howlsworth is here. One of the big issues that really doesn't have anything to do with an election, but one of the things that's facing us here, it is absolutely, positively, without a doubt, Mid-Missouri's most traveled intersection. Uh, 6370 interchange, I think less than 20 years ago, got a big, uh, big makeover and we continue to boom and grow. We continue to need to make changes. MoDOT been having, uh, they've been having some public comment periods. Another one is they start thinking about how we're going to change 60, 6370 interchange from MoDOT. I want to bring in Brandy Baldwin, uh, project director. Brandy, welcome into the show. So I'm trying to think right now, if I'm looking, I'm looking down at the 63 through 70 interchange i'm like looking at a map and i see 63 cuts through and i see 70 cuts through the big issue if i'm on 63 and want to get on to 70 that's where the trickery comes in with the stoplights and the backed up traffic what on earth can we do to fix that brandy good morning morning. yes um we encourage everyone to come out uh, tomorrow night um, from four to six at the arc is where we'll be having our public meeting um, we're going to be sharing with everybody our preferred alternatives to this environmental phase. Um, so we've this is our second time coming to the public. Um, the first time we showed a lot of alternatives, um, about two or three throughout the corridor for each interchange that we have. So the whole corridor that we're looking at is um, through Boone County. So it's like it's like an 18-mile stretch, just about. That's right. Okay. That's right. So the whole stretch of I-70 through Boone County from Route BB to Route Z, and we look at each one of those interchanges. But the one of um, that's at the top of everybody's radar, like you said, is the connector of 63 and, and 70 there. And it is the piece that we have some funding for. So we're excited to, to make some improvements for the for the state of Missouri here. Yeah, and it uh, it's it's something that needs to be um, needs to be done. At least, do you have exact numbers? Every time there's a tool that uh, um, Patrick McKenna and Adam Pulley from MoDOT turned me on to, but you can go and see like basic traffic counts per day. But sixty three seventy as specific as it gets is more than twenty thousand vehicles a day. More than twenty thousand vehicles a day going through that area. Do you have more specific numbers than that? Yep, it's even more more drastic than that. Um, of all the turning movements through there, so what goes through 70, through 63, what turns in the connector, all all of the traffic in that is, is in the ballpark of 160,000 cars a day. 160,000 so 160, yep. wow. cars a day. Wow. Uh, impressive info. Brandy Baldwin, MoDOT uh, Project Director, joining us talk about public comment period on the 6370 interstate, uh, the changes that are coming to that uh, interchange. Brandy, talk to us about diverging diamonds and maybe explain that in layman's terms for the average driver out there who hasn't encountered one yet. Yeah, so um, a diverging diamond is uh, a good example that we have locally is at Stadium and 70, you know, over near our Columbia Mall. That is a diverging diamond. So the, the thought behind a diverging diamond is to help folks get through those very congested intersections a lot quicker. And you take away a lot of those conflict points with a diverging diamond. Um, what makes them a little tricky to drivers is you end up on the wrong side of the road with them, so to speak. But they're very safe. Um, they take away a lot of those those high conflict points of um, 
where you know folks could crash and be seriously injured it takes a lot of that away so um it is one of the alternatives that we we looked at here and i'll give away a little bit of the story it, it didn't come out as the top performing interchange design for us as our preferred alternative I was also not shocked that climate change was not the top priority for Missourians. Um, I think I, we put diverging diamonds up there with climate change. Uh, I do have a question. What's taking so long to stripe 63 these days? We got, I mean, I, I love that it's resurfaced. It's much nicer than it was. Um, but what's the holdup? Well, um, it, it'll be hard for me to speak on what the project office is doing there, but I imagine it's just demand is a big piece of that. We've had a lot of work. We have a lot more work coming. And um, we've really tapped out our, our local contractor. So there's just a lot of work to get done and to get striped. And I think that's what the whole bus probably is, is um, they're, they're coming. They will get it done. It just is going to take time to get it all done. Sure. Well, as excited as I am about some sort of solution for the interchange, I worry a lot about the transition and how we get from here to there. Is there a dedicated project team or something uh, being done about that that intermediate period? You mean like through construction, how we'll handle traffic? Correct. Yeah, so um, a big part of what we'll look at is how we will manage traffic through the construction of this. And we are using a design-build procurement method. The same method we used over on the Roachport Bridge project um, where we will pull together a designer and a contractor together to look at the project at the same time. So they'll be able to design the project around that contractor strength and really get the, the contractor's input on it, what makes sense for managing traffic and things like that. And the way we go about hiring this contractor and design team is we look at their strengths together and um, we score their proposals. And one of the things that I imagine will come out in the scoring, uh, because this is, a, like I said, 160,000 cars a day, we really got to make sure we manage the traffic through here, through construction well. So I imagine that will be one of the high scoring features is how, how they manage their MOT, their maintenance of traffic. I mean, do we have any ideas? Because when I when I first moved to Ashland from Jeff City, we were doing a 63 project. And I think I went through the bridge project and then another project. And my husband and I called it the squeeze. He's like, where are you at on 63? I'm like, I'm at the one lane part. I'm at the squeeze. Um, and so are we, you know, are we going to be down to one lane? Are we routing people around? I mean, I, I just, I don't, in my mind, and I'm not a traffic engineer, I just have a hard time figuring out where we put 160,000 cars and the construction project. Yep, it is a, it's definitely a difficult dance sometimes. Sometimes. And sometimes we, we, we do just have to ask for everyone's patience and, and take it down to one lane in some places. Is what I hear yes, you saying, Brandy, is it's going to be a real fun time. That's what I hear. <laughs> it's going to be a real fun time, yeah. Brandy Baldwin <laughs> is MoDOT project writer. I don't mean to uh, uh, catch up, um, but we we'll want to make sure we're covering the big stuff here. Project director, MoDOT, we're talking about public comment period regarding 6370. Uh, and that's, uh, you said, today. And really, it's an 18-mile stretch of I-70. That is so important, not to just us here in mid-Missouri. The amount of commerce that comes through on, for example, um, semis. Uh, it's just, it's vital to the entire country. 6370, uh, you, you know, if you ever try, if you're on 63, ever try getting on the interstate, never 
never fun, especially between like 3 and 5 o'clock in the afternoon. It's not a good time trying to fix that. So uh, you're looking at, how about the possibility of a roundabout? Would a roundabout work there at 6? I'm just throwing ideas out there, Brandy. I'm just trying to... I don't think around that's going to help us I'm out just, here. There's a lot of cars to get through. There. Just spitball. The whole, the whole gamut's up for, for debate, that's mm. for sure. And that's why we're asking folks to come out and visit with us. Give us your feedback on on our proposed um, preferred alternative. And we look forward to seeing everybody tomorrow night between 4 and 6. 4 and 6 tomorrow night, preferred uh, alternative. So your preferred alternative, what does that look like right now? So right now, yeah, I hate to give away the 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 ending, but <laughs> uh, but we would. It's a lot easier to see in person, right? To see it and visualize it and see how your daily commute goes through here. But what we're looking at are two flyover ramps, um, one that goes northbound 63 to westbound 70. The other one is eastbound 70 to southbound 63. And what those two flyover ramps do is take about 17% of the traffic out of the connector. I know that doesn't sound like very much, but when you're talking about 160,000 movements a day, that's that's quite a big chunk. Um, and a, one of the questions we get a lot of times is why not a cloverleaf? Why not a fully directional interchange? And uh, we did consider that, but what that does is that, that kills a lot of the businesses in the area. Um, there's a lot really close, uptight to that um, interchange, and what we're we want to minimize our impacts to that because they're they're a big they're a big piece of the of the Columbia community, and we don't want to have too many business impacts if we can can minimize that. So, yeah, not a whole lot of elbow room there at sixty three seventy. Not so a lot. no flyover ramp. Going to do the best we can with it. So let me ask tomorrow night, uh, and you have some say so in this. Four or five years from now, when this is done, I don't want to hear you complaining about how they did sixty three seventy <laughs> unless you're at this thing tomorrow night. Uh, when would construction ideally begin? When would it end? So we we are going to start that procurement process of hiring a designer and a contractor um, next year. We hope by the end of next year we have that team in place and I would expect that first year, so the year of we're talking about 23 is when we're going to procure this team in 24 we'll start working on some right away finalizing the design, but I'd say construction would start towards the end of that year so the end of 2024. So about two years from now, we'll start to see some major upheaval at the uh, at an intersection that sees 160,000 vehicles a day uh, and interchange. It's incredibly important to mid-Missouri. Incredibly important information from Brandy Baldwin, MoDOT Project Director. Thank you so much for joining us on Wake Up Mid-Missouri this morning. We appreciate you. Yeah, thanks right, so any, for having me. By the way, anything else we need to ask that we didn't get to, that we didn't cover, that's important for us to know two years prior to this uh, happening? Well, if the folks can't meet us tomorrow night, uh, 4 to 6 at the ARC, we will be sharing this information online as well at modot.org slash improve I-70 Columbia. Modot.org, improve Columbia. All right, Brandy, thank you. Thank you. All right. Anytime you need something from us, you let us know. Coming up five minutes from now, uh, when crime doesn't pay. Great story from right here in mid-Missouri. And I don't know if I should be laughing.